0: You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 53. Welcome to Heart Food Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, nutritional therapy practitioner and private chef. This is a show that tells you the truth about food, nutrition, movement, mental health, mindfulness, and body image, all with a hefty dose of real talk. This show will inspire you, change your mindset, and help you feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin inside and out. To find the show notes for each episode and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, visit ashleypardo.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ashley K. Pardo. Find me on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ashley Pardo. If you have a question to be answered on this podcast, please email it to heartfoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Heart Food Podcast. Today's going to be another solo episode. We've had two guests for the last two podcasts, uh, Kathy Eason and Kelsey Kerslake, two of my most favorite women ever. So if you haven't listened to those, be sure to listen to them. We cover so many amazing topics, but this is going to be a quick episode all about the one year mark of the podcast. I really can't believe that it's been one year since I started this thing. It has flown by. It hasn't felt like it's been a year at all because I've been really having fun this entire time. And I hope you guys can notice that in my voice as uh, you listen and as you kind of get accustomed to the episodes. I'm just always so excited to be honest with you and to bring you my story and to share the guests with you. We've had 32 incredible people, I was going to say women, but we have had some men, uh, people on this show, uh, people who are my friends, my peers, people that I had literally never met or talked to before until they got onto the show. And now they sort of become my friends. And over this past year, not sort of, they have. And because as you can probably notice, I really just get into the deep stuff immediately. It's kind of just how I roll and I love it and I'm not somebody who likes small talk. I mean, we all got to do it. Uh, It's just how life works, but I love getting into the deep stuff and especially when I'm at parties with people and everybody's just talking about like, whatever, I'm like, can you just tell me your life story or what you've been through, how you've struggled? Like, that's really just what I want to know about people and I love connecting with people that way, especially knowing my own story and kind of the transformation that I've gone through, uh, thinking to who I am now and thinking of who I used to be, it's just such a profound difference. And I love learning that about other people as well. But I've really learned a lot in this past year. And it's just been such a special year for me. It has been a year of growth. It has been a year that has made me so uncomfortable. And that 's the only way that growth comes, but there are certain lessons that I have learned through podcasting. I was going to do a q and a episode, but I think i 'm going to do that a little bit down the line. Um, right now, I just felt like I should have a solo episode really sharing the lessons that i 've learned with you to give you something of value. Uh, I really talk about myself a lot in the other episodes, so um, you know you guys already know a lot about me, but I wanted to share with you the most important takeaways that I've learned after a year of podcasting. And I also want to encourage you that if you are thinking about starting a podcast, do it now and just get started. Let it be messy. Google some shit that you don't know. Like You can figure everything out on your own. I was lucky to have a few people that sort of guided me through. And now I feel lucky for friends that I have who are starting their own podcasts and allowing, uh, having them allow me to help them sort of just like with the logistics of getting started, because it is super annoying to (laughs) kind of get everything together and to figure it out. So if I can be somebody who can be helpful to a friend who wants to get their voice out there, uh, it just makes me really happy. So I've learned that everything is sort of like, we just sometimes let like the dumbest stuff hold us back. And I bought my microphone, still the microphone that I'm using now, not a fancy one. It's the Blue Yeti microphone. I have a pop filter on it. I think that we do a pretty good job with the sound quality. Uh, we will upgrade at a certain point, but I had this microphone for two and a half years before I started the podcast, because I always felt like I had these things inside of me that needed to be said that I wanted to share with the world, but I was just so scared. Like, who cares? Who cares? nobody's going to care about my dumb story. That's like literally thoughts that I had. Uh, Nobody wants to hear my voice. Nobody wants to, it's not going to matter. It's going to be a waste of time. These are all natural thoughts that we all think. And I had them, still have them sometimes. And I realized like those thoughts are never going to go away. So I might as well just do it. And I've talked many times over this past year about how my business coach, Jill Coleman, and the women in my mastermind have really encouraged me to grow and inspired me to grow more, really, than I ever have in my business. And I actually started the podcast before uh, I joined that and before I became peers with these women. But once I started doing that and being around people who were telling their stories and just being open and authentic and raw and real, I realized that I was doing a disservice to my own audience by not doing the same. And I'm so grateful. I just want to say this before I get into the lessons. I'm so grateful, endlessly grateful for all the people that I hear from every single week. Some people who are, you know, in a and ter- and not a good place like I was and feel like they have a semblance of hope just from listening to the show. I hear from you guys every single week. I get a message. I get an iTunes review. Uh, I have some, some people that sign up for a discovery call and um, want to hire me as their one-on-one coach, which is something that I do do. So if you're interested in that, there's always a link for that in the show notes. So I'm just blown away and in awe constantly that you guys feel connected to me through this podcast and it's just so special and I don't take it for granted so I really need you to know that and I'm so appreciative of you for being here and tuning in with me every single week um kind of just some logistics about what go is going on I finished my mindful the mindful fat loss method we had 153 women go through that free course which is amazing we are actually starting to uh, do a group coaching program. Well, I say we, but it's me, <laughs> called Intuitive Eating School. We are almost all filled up. I've been sort of promoting it uh, privately from to the women who took the course, to my email list. So probably at this point when this episode comes out, it will be public, and I hope we have filled it, but if you are interested in it uh Just send me a DM on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. It's going to be an eight-week program that will teach you how to intuitively eat, the proper way to do it, uh, because we don't uh, just start doing that. That's the end of the process. It's not the beginning. That's the goal. So you really need to learn tools, biofeedback tools hunger, energy, and cravings, tools, uh, emotional tools, mental tools, psychological tools, tools that have to do with your habits and strategies with all of that before you can really get there. And thinking about my own story and where I've come uh, and how far I've come I'm taking all of that and I've put it into this course. So just let me know if you're interested. I might be taking a few more people. So just keep me posted. And that's kind of what's going on right now. We're also, uh, gearing up towards the end of the year. It's actually going to be only four months till my wedding. I'm getting married at the end of February, which it was like when we got engaged, Derek and I, uh, in February of this year, 2018 and February 18th, um, February 18th, 18, I guess, uh, we, it seems so far away. It's like, oh, our wedding's in a year. And then it was like eight months, six months, and now it's four months. And now it's like going to be here, but my, uh, you know, control freak inside of me, we were already done planning. We uh, probably finished planning everything like two months ago. So everything's done. It's been really breezy and awesome. We have not had many, uh, blips at all, you know, a few that's normal, but, um, it's been a great experience for me. So, uh, and I think that's just from keeping calm and knowing what you want and kind of staying within, the things that you want for your own wedding, if you're somebody who's out there listening, going through the same. Uh, And actually, like, I wasn't ever sure that I wanted to get married. And uh, I was never somebody who was, like, super bridey person, even not now. But uh, it's been a great process. And if you're out there listening and you're like, God, she's talking about how she's getting married. And, like, I don't feel like that's ever going to happen for me. Not that that's, like, should be a life goal for everybody. But I, I used to be that way. And I just want to let you know that um, if you're single right now listening to this, this is a totally different like (laughs) topic, but I guess we're going here. Uh, If you're single right now and listening to this, like my time that I was single before I met Derek was such a gift. And sometimes I resented it because I was like, I'm alone. And, you know, so many people out there have their person. But now I look back on it and it really was a time for me to get to know myself. And I don't think that we can really be in a healthy relationship Until we sort of, I don't want to say heal ourselves, but we sort of like get up close and personal with our own insecurities and get to know ourselves and learn to be with ourselves by ourselves. And I really think that like the universe hears that stuff and it really gives you what you need in the moment. And sometimes that's stuff that we don't want. So I would just encourage you to like get intimate with yourself, keep going, uh, you know, use this time for you. And then at the right time when you least expect it, or if you get on a dating app, which is how I met Derek, we met on Tinder. If you can believe it, I can't believe it that we met on there, but, um, it'll come at a time that you least expect it and just be gentle with yourself. So it's my little relationship spiel, but let's get right into the lessons that I've learned. Again, I want to keep this episode kind of short, but, uh, I just kind of want to go through these quickly. And these are not just having to do with podcasting in general. They're really lessons that I've learned that uh, go with every area of life, whether that is working out, whether it's business, whether it's like on a physique journey, whether it's in relationships. Um, All of these lessons are ubiquitous in many areas, and they have just been solidified with my journey in podcasting. And the first one is that anything that you want to do uh, should be done consistently. And you can do things consistently. And showing up for things even when you don't want to. Uh, and making consistency a practice in your life is amazing. And just such an incredible skill to develop character. Because yeah, of course, there's many times when I had an interview scheduled where like, maybe I was like really tired or maybe feeling a little bit sick. Or I just was not in a good mood. And if I didn't have someone else waiting for me, and let's say I had to show up for something else, I would have been like, whatever, I'm not going to do it. But I showed myself that I could still show up in those, in those situations, and it could still be okay. And I've learned this with working out, that even on days that I don't want to do it, I just go and sort of like put myself in that environment. I show up, and it gets done. And Consistency and showing up for yourself when you don't want to, and especially when you don't want to, is one of the greatest character development tools that we can do in this world. So, I encourage you to do that even with food. If you're struggling, like without, you know, with your sugar intake or something, and if you don't want to quit eating sugar, perhaps take a break from it um, and just see how that goes. And even when you don't want to do that, you should do it. Uh, because now looking back, I cannot believe that we have 52 solid episodes that, um, are awesome and that I'm proud of. So, and consistency is, uh, responsible for that. So if you have appointments, uh, if you would have told me, like I know the girls gone to say this on their show, but like if you would have told me that I had to show up and do a podcast episode every week, I probably wouldn't have done it. But somehow the time is made, even amongst a really busy schedule, because I make the time and I make it a priority and I just show up. And since Derek edits the show, it's really only one hour that I have to put in per week. Sometimes I do batch the episodes, especially if I'm going out of town, but consistency is gold and it will be intensity any day. The next thing, the next lesson, number two, is resistance is never going to go away. So if you guys are familiar with Stephen Pressfield, he wrote The War of Art and also Turning Pro. And he also has a new book. I can't remember the name, but I will put it in the show notes. Those books aren't my Bibles. When I read those books, they're super easy reads. They're just like little paragraph essays. Uh, It's not like a big book novel. Well, it's not a novel. It's nonfiction. But it's not like one of those big books, a lot of text. It's just little like... Tellings of the Truth in Paragraph Form. And I like... (sighs) The book see, I'm getting choked up or not like crying choked up, but like I'm losing my words already thinking of that book because it's just so profound. It just tells the truth. If you're obsessed with anything, if you have a compulsion, an obsession, an addiction, if you uh, have been putting something off, uh, if you are on the pursuit of something and you're getting tired or you don't want to, or you show up, you wake up every day and you have that little voice that tells you like you're not good enough or your voice doesn't matter or whatever negative crap it is, that's resistance. And that is a human thing that is never going to go away. So the human brain wants to keep us safe. And it does that by uh, developing that voice that is mean. So every day, and Steven Pressfield really taught me this, every day we got to wake up and we got to choose, like, am I going to let resistance beat me today? And we do that with action like resistance might always be there, but we have to fight it. And sometimes it feels so crappy to fight it. And we just want to stay in bed or whatever, but that is not, uh, it's not worth it to let resistance beat you. And maybe some days, you know, it's just really hard, but I'm letting you know that you have the power to beat your resistance every day. If you have something that you want to do, something that you want to put out there, something that you want to share, just do it. That voice that tells you, that's mean might never go away, but it's our choice every day that we can wake up and uh, do the work that we need to do in order to get to where we want to be. So, in his book *Turning Pro*, he talks about how we're either the amateur or the pro, and the pro just knows. Uh, we we could spend many years of our lives being the amateur. And these are terms that he uses. So we could spend many years just like really not living to our potential, maybe staying within an addiction or whatever. But like once we turn pro and we realize the work that it takes in order to be our best self, we kind of never go back. And I feel like this past year, that's what that's been for me. Like not saying I've like literally turned pro, but the way that he describes it, like The pro just knows that it's going to have to, that he's, she's, he or she is going to have to wake up and do the work necessary. The pro knows that, uh, the good stuff is painful sometimes and you have to power through. The pro knows that you might have to sacrifice certain things. And those are all things that I had to do, but it's okay because it's worth it. So I've learned that not everything is easy, even though I want things to be easy and I want things to be comfortable, but that doesn't mean that it's worthwhile. So again, fight that resistance. We all have it. Don't let it win. Uh, And be gentle with yourself too. Uh, And I really fight resistance by just doing things and staying in the moment. It's not easy, but um, like I've said a million times, it's always worth it. And definitely read his books. They're so, so good. The third lesson that I learned is your story matters. So I spoke about my bulimia, my depression and anxiety. Um, I've spoken about my story with alcohol, all really hard things that I didn't want to tell people. I am a perfectionist or recovering perfectionist. So I always had to seem like I was together, like I had everything in place, like I was, you know, nothing could bother me. And I still kind of think I have that a little bit. Like I remember earlier this year, I was with my best friend and we were going on, um, a photo shoot because she my photographer, my main, uh, photographer, and we were parking at the place that we were going to take the photos. And mind you, she has known me since I was literally three years old. And, uh, the woman at the venue or whatever was like directing me, uh, to park. And I was getting really annoyed because like, it wasn't making sense, which where she was telling me to go, like I couldn't fit or, and I got really flustered And not even that flustered, but just like visibly flustered. And my best friend goes, I think that's like the most heated I've ever seen you. And I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like what? You're my best friend. And of course she's seen me cry and she's seen me sad and stuff. And in terms of like being flustered and like showing like, fuck, like this is so annoying or whatever. Like, I just couldn't believe that. I hold it together that much, even in front of the people that I love. Even though, again, she has seen me in vulnerable moments, of course. But um, that's, you know, I, that's just an example of why or how I do that, and I just seem like zipped up and put together. And I wanted to share that, you know, I have had these things in my life that, you know, I definitely still have my moments of anxiety. I haven't been depressed in uh, years, thank God. Um, I've been working through my relationship with alcohol. If you want to listen to those episodes, um, they're there for your listening, and we will put them in the show notes, uh, those, I think, six episodes. But reaching out and talking about those episodes and talking about what I went through just really changed my business and changed my life because then more people started coming in, more people started feeling closer to me, more people started telling me that because of telling my story, they were able to tell theirs or they were inspired or they felt like they didn't want to binge or they felt like they wanted to quit drinking or heal their relationship with food. And that just means the world to me. And I never thought that my story mattered. Like I just thought that I was one amongst many uh, who wants to hear about all of these sad things that I went through. Uh, But it's because of that, that, you know, our vulnerability really shows other humans that we are all the same. So I encourage you if you, how many times am I going to say I encourage you on this podcast? Uh, Let's just roll with it. But I want you to believe that if you have a story to tell, it should be told, that we all have our own unique stories. And if you're thinking like, oh, well, so-and-so has already told my story and what am I going to add? No, they're not you. They don't have your same voice and your same tone and your same personality. We're all unique. So you can still do it while you're scared too. So resistance was something that I felt with each of those, but I powered through and uh, I just feel so much better for it. Number four is that people are willing to help you and helping and accepting help is something that I've always had kind of like a big, uh, thing with, like, it's really hard for me to ask for help. I'm like, I got it. It's good. But to ask people for an hour of their time, especially when, uh, everybody's busy nowadays was intimidating to me because I didn't want to bother them. And why would they want to come on my little show? But I've learned that if I just reach out, like I've never had anybody say no. Um, I've had one person that I reached out to that they just didn't respond. And it wasn't even anybody that was like big. It was somebody that I knew in person that just like didn't respond. I'm like, that's cool. Um, but everybody has been so willing and helpful, and they've all shared the episodes, and that's what allowed the podcast to grow. So, and now they're my friends. And some of them were my friends. Some of them like, were just people that I kind of knew. But again, getting sort of right into the good stuff and getting personal really allows you to have a real conversation and um, reach out to people, even if you just don't want to talk to them. That's something I was so scared of doing, especially people that you follow on Instagram that you look up to. Just send them a quick message. They love to hear from you. And people love to talk about themselves too. And I'm just so grateful that I have a platform in which I'm able to allow others to do the same. The last one is that you can change your life. And I kind of want to talk about manifestation a little bit. I'll probably have a whole other episode on manifestation, but this is something that has been so present in my life over the past few years. Um, And I used to think like typical secret, like you think of a car and then the car is going to show up, but it's really about, and then I used to think that like you could only think positive thoughts. But what I've realized, and this is something that I've learned through the work of Lacey Phillips from Free and Native, I've done a couple of her courses, um, that the level of our self-worth that exists in our subconscious is the level in which we call things into our lives. So it's not like we can just say, I want a car, I want a car, or I want like this job. If we don't actually believe it like deep into our subconscious, and you can hear about that um, uh, in the sub... <laughs> you can hear about that in the episode that I did with Patty Fuentesalida who was uh, who's the hypnotist and we talked all about the subconscious so if you have beliefs that are stuck in your head that don't match like what you're saying you're still going to call in the way that you believe about yourself and that means that you have to really go into yourself and like examine and dig out and um what's the word I'm looking for uh, excavate all of like the shit that's built up in your brain, our shitty beliefs and things like that. We have to go in and dig those up. And then once we do that, once we truly, truly, truly believe that we deserve the things that we want, they end up coming in, but not necessarily on the timeline that we want. It's just that now that we believe that we deserve them, the world kind of hears it. So uh, it's just incredible how that happens. And it's not easy work. It's much easier to just say like, I want this job, I want this job. But for me, I have a big, uh, big relationship with something else that's out there. Uh, I feel connected to it every day. I talk to it, it talks to me. Uh, it's something that I have felt for many years. And I don't really talk about it too deeply that much. But that's one of my goals this year is to talk more about like my relationship with the universe and with the God out there and source and whatever you want to call it. Like, the life force that exists within all of us, being connected to it and listening to it, and literally asking for things and having them come in, uh, and really shifting my mindset towards like like super intense hardcore belief in myself from being somebody who really thought poorly about herself for such a long time, has been um, totally life changing to me. So, and my life has changed. And I remember telling Kelsey, you guys heard this on the podcast with Kelsey last week. I remember telling her my dream life when, um, we started to work on my business two years ago on my branding and on, on, (laughs) talking too fast on my website. Um, she asked me what my dream life looked like and like what My dream job looked like and what my perfect day was. And I told her all of those things and I got sort of that idea in my head and then now it's happening. Like now legit the exact things that we wrote down together are happening slowly. I'm not where I want to be yet at all, but that's totally okay. It's just part of the journey and it's better to go slow and more sustainably. People want everything right now and they want to have like a six figure business right now or in six months or something. It just doesn't happen like that. Um, which is what I've learned because that was me too for a really long time. But my life has really changed through deliberate intention and through belief in myself. And we can have the life that we want and we can turn our passions into our careers and we can take our struggles and turn them into something magical to help other people. And we can have abundance in our lives, but it really depends on the way that we think about ourselves. So the work involves us. And that's both good news and bad news because now we actually have to do it. Now we actually have to look inside of ourselves and not hide anymore and not obsess about other things and not be compulsive, which is my tendency. But I've just learned so much of these things through the podcast. And those are the five things that I've learned. I really hope you guys have enjoyed these episodes, this episode and all the episodes and Thank you so much for tuning in every week. We have quite a substantial amount of people that listen every single week, and I'm just so grateful. And again, I just wanted this episode to be kind of quick and going through quickly these topics, but I will have episodes probably on manifestation and resistance. How amazing would it be if I could get Stephen Pressfield on this show? I'll try to get him. We'll see what happens. But um, it's just a thing of hope. I think that things can get better and that you can do what you're scared of and you can do hard things and you can do things even that you don't want to do sometimes. Uh, and with that, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day or night. And again, thank you for tuning in every single week. I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. To find the show notes for this episode, visit ashleypardo.com follow Ashley on social media at Ashley K Cardo. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your family and friends and give us some love by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes.